Yo, 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 what it do? It is RB22, episode 58, Text Ring of Fire. It's been a while. Harry, my boy, how are you doing? Soccer's over, right? Soccer's over for Austin. <laughs> <laughs> for Austin, but not for, uh, and Dallas now, but. And Houston, San Antonio and RGV. San Antonio, <laughs> yeah. San Antonio's done, yeah. Congratulations to the Phoenix Rising winning the USL. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Yep, represented right there. So, <sighs> hey, man, we got a lot a lot to get into. I don't know if we're going to be able to cover it all, but, I mean, first of all, you know, really, how how, how are you, man? I, I mean, I've been out of the out of the mix for a while. I've had so much going on, uh, just personal personal things going on. But, you know, we're here today to try to do something. Yeah, work's busy. Um, family's doing all right. Uh, AJ, I guess, has got tryouts after... Thanksgiving break for school or holiday break, whatever they call it nowadays. Uh, so that's coming up. Uh, high school. They season. get a whole week now. It's crazy. Yeah, whole week. So whole week. We used to get three days: thir- uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah, I don't remember if we got a week. Yeah, I know we got the, the three days, but um, and then of course what they come back and basically it's finals, I guess, and then they're mm-hmm. out for winter break. You know. Last two weeks of December. Yeah. No, as my, like, like my said, kids life... aren't doing finals yet, but <laughs> yeah, I I know it's coming. Don't mi- I don't miss those days. But no, it looks so. Like your life's all right. You know, like so. Your uh, season's kind of coming to uh, an end. So you know, you're kind of resetting everything up. But but then, I mean, kind of, kind of coming to an end. We're still a ways out from the. MLS Cup final. <laughs> I mean, we're about three weeks out still. Well, so but they're taking what two weeks off for that, right? Yeah, for the international break, I believe. I'm not sure why. Yeah, it's it's the international break, but and we'll get into the actual games here. You've seen the best of three. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts of the best of three? I mean. I think it's good. I, I mean, I, I don't see why it's a you know a problem. It's more games to watch. Some of them have gone to three games. Uh, that SKC, that that first one in St. Louis, that one was fun. You know that. Uh, I mean, these games are just. I, I think it's good that you can have one here, and then you have a chance to go. You know, the next one, the second one, and then if you win that one, then you go back home or whatever. I think it kind of puts a little bit more into it rather than, you know, just uh, one game and done. I'm going to push, I'm going to push back on this. Um, if you look at it here, there's only what two series that went three games, uh, Columbus, Atlanta, or three series, pardon me, Houston, Real Salt Lake, Seattle, Dallas, um, and the rest of them were split. With twos. Hold on one minute here. My cat's going all crazy. So three, so three out of eight. 
I mean, almost 50%. Almost 50%, but, I mean, I see where he was going there with it. Houston, sporting Kansas City on to the next round. Seattle, LAFC. Got Cincinnati, Philly, and Orlando, Columbus. I mean, give or take, I think I called it from the beginning of the season. Or, I mean, like, maybe like halfway. Not from the beginning. (laughs) I don't want to sound like a fan here. But I said Houston was going to be good, you know, and I said that they were going to make a run. I said that they were going to be tough, and if they got it together, I mean, the timing is right right now. Mm-hmm. They're doing great. Uh, one-to-one, but they're hard-fought games. You know, they're, they're playing well, creating chances. I mean, they look deadly, deadly, deadly. But what were you going with the three out of eight? So, to, to me, the issue – the issue is the time frame that it's taking. There was no consistency in it. Um, to me, I would have liked to see. But if, I mean, you know, throughout that, throughout that, you had maybe like three or four days that a game wasn't happening. So you had a lot of games going on, you know, and they didn't have all the games played on one day. You know, like four games played on one day, four games played the next. They had one game played this day, two games. Then maybe one game or two games the next day, you know, even Monday, Tuesday games. I like that. You know, it kind of gives you something to watch every day as a fan if you're not even in it. You know what I mean? I, so. I, underst- I understand that. But when you actually look at the schedule, let's see if I can go back. If I can go back far enough here. So Dynamo played on, on the 11th, which is where they won. I think they played so they played on the 29th where they won the first match then they went to Salt Lake which was on am I missing that here? the 6th and then came back on the 11th but you got a team let's say Sporting Kansas City because they clinched early right um, you know, Cincinnati. So they won the first one, uh, you know, on November 4th, Kansas City, November 5th. They don't play for 20 days, right? 11, 25. Yeah. So three weeks. But it's, but it's all teams right now. I mean, all teams are taking a break. So it kills everybody. But it's no not, way. though. You've got some weeks that are only off two weeks. Because what that's Columbus still a big said, break. That's the problem, though. Is it's yeah. too. I, it's I feel too, you. I mean, too, yeah. It's too stretched out, and, and and this is where I'm coming from here. For here, there's no excitement for the playoffs. If you're a fan of Houston, yeah, there's excitement. If you're a fan of Kansas, Sporting Kansas City, fan of Cincinnati, Orlando, but. I guess as I can an, see what you're saying. Maybe the as, interest as is a, lost. As an Austin fan, are you tuned into the playoffs? A little. I mean, yeah, I'm following it. Following it, but is there any excitement in it? I don't feel any excitement built up. For I, it. I guess I see. I can see what you're saying. Is is that like you know the two weeks off? It's like you know now what do I watch? And then the two weeks comes around. You're not really a diehard or somebody that's following the league. You know, do I come back and watch the rest of the series or, you know, do I just 
find something else to watch from now on. Like there's no momentum, like sporting Kansas City that you know, if if you follow their they story, got, they, yeah, they had they, momentum. They won yeah. the first round, they took out St. Louis, which that that doesn't really shock that, me because yeah, St. Louis is a first year expansion team. First, yeah, sporting Kansas Growing City's pains. been there through there. Yeah. But to me, that the, the the excitement that they built up to, to me to me kind of is is kind of gone. And that's why I said, you know, I said it in a tweet that MLS has a has a playoff problem. And it's more the timing of it. To me, the timing is it, it could be better, but the international break is what really kills it too. And that, that's why without the international break, I could see where there's still a break in it with, with uh, Kansas City stopping the fifth and possibly not playing till what maybe they would have played the seventeenth or so. You know, fifteenth. That's still ten to twelve days, almost two weeks. So to to me. If if I was Garber, if, if I was the one that was in charge, I have, I have you know, like USL wrapped up last Sunday. Um, League One wrapped up the week before, um, you know, for that here. You could have, you know, the MLS Western Conference and Eastern Conference Finals, let's say, that weekend. Then you could have the final build up you know, for Thanksgiving Day. That way you kind of have time to, number one, market the match. Number two, kind of build excitement, you know, for Houston versus Cincinnati as an example. You have time to be able to build that up. You have time to be able to bring that excitement. And to me, I play it as kind of a, a you know, home and away type, type, type setting, or to me, a best of three. If you want to do best of three, have a best of three with PKs going into it. Because there was some excitement, you know, in you know, in the in the PKs, you know, let's be honest, the Cincinnati Red Bulls, you know, there was excitement through there. Two Dynamos uh, matches that went to, to penalties uh, that they won one and lost one. Uh, Dallas played close games, especially the the last one. You know, well, I guess their first two matches were two goal differences, but the last one was a one goal um, thing there. So, to to me, MLS I think has the right right idea. I question the best of three on, on the round that it's in. I would rather have that for the conference finals than the MLS Cup. Or if you want to make the MLS Cup one one match, that's fine, but have the conference finals a best of three. That way you can kind of build excitement and then 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 for there. Um it, it just to me, you know, for MLS, uh the matches have been good. I've watched them, you know, the quality's still still there. What about what do we what do you think about MLS Cup being the best of three? Uh I I wouldn't object to it, but I think I I think that the problem that you run into is if you want one game to to decide it all. You know, you look at the Champions League, you know, they have what the two well, Champions League finals one match and before that they have two legged ties, yep. right? Yeah. They have the, the home and home. So to me, to me, I'm all right with the MLS Cup being. The, I think the, I think the, the two that, legs, all the way up to the final, would be cool. Yeah, two legs, one home, one away, and an aggregate on goals. You know. Well, no, I think what you do is is instead of having the draws, because that was the biggest thing. There was the draws, right? You know, your teams would play to a zero-zero draw or along those lines. You still do the PKs after there, so that way you get two points for a win, one point for a loss. I uh, say you do year. old school, man. Just do old school. So, but to, to me, school. 
to me, like I said here, there's zero buzz heading into these semifinals, which I think is kind of a disservice to, uh, you know, the, the, the eight remaining teams and there's quality teams, you know, Houston, Kansas city. Uh, I think you and I both said Houston was going to be uh, a playoff caliber team. I think I, I picked them kind of that seventh, eighth spot. I think you probably had them maybe a little bit higher than that. Um, but I think we were both kind of on fringe playoffs um, just because of dumb luck at sporting Kansas city second, just because of where <laughs> I lost track. Hey, but they're one of the last four teams. So hey, I'm gonna roll with that. <laughs> you had them you out of the play. You got to, man. You got you saw something in them. <laughs> uh, well, to me, it's just they're one of those teams. Seattle, just... Seattle, LA. So, so who do you got? Houston, SKC. Oh, I got Houston. Okay, and then Seattle, LAFC. LAFC. I still say LAFC. LAFC. Yeah, Seattle. I mean, who knows, man? Seattle got that that team that. Mm. They're like sporting Kansas City. Until you beat them, they're dangerous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I think Seattle's a little bit more dangerous than that. But Out east, uh, Cincinnati, Philadelphia. I think most people would go with Philadelphia. I'm going to go with Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. And Orlando, Columbus. Uh, (sighs) Orlando. I dislike both teams. You know what? I want to see Hale is real in the conference final. I think that would be awesome. Columbus. To, to see, I'll roll with Columbus and Cincinnati Columbus. And then uh, I still think LAFC wins it all. Um, really? Here. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I think that they put it together. One Boanga, more time. man. My, my son, he walks around all the time. He, Denny Boanga, Denny Boanga. I'm like, dude, come on. He's, he's the rival. He's the rival, dude. <laughs> but it is what it is. It is what it is. Great player. Can't knock him. So I say I I mean, dude, I think Houston, I think Houston can take it all. I can. There's second no, take. There. Second take would be Cincy, Cincinnati. I just don't know if Cincinnati can take that big step that 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 quick. Um, and yeah. I know they've. I know they've. You know, it's kind of like St. Louis. You know, now with differences, St. Uh, Cincinnati's uh, won the wooden spoon what three times, if memory serves me yeah. correct. Three, um, three, so three consecutive times they've had they've had some hardships, um, but to me, like I said here, and Philadelphia is a tough out too uh, mm-hmm. for that here. But uh, to me, I'm going in the final. I think Cincinnati, LAFC, uh, for that here. I think whoever wins between Seattle and LFC gets gets past uh, the uh, Houston because both of them will, both of them would host because uh, they're the higher seed. This is the last round that Houston would host uh, for that here. And then, of course, um, Columbus, Cincinnati, uh, like I said, in Cincinnati for the conference finals would, would be a hell of a match for that here. So let's let's talk a little bit about uh, Seattle, Dallas. Uh, I think to me kind of big things that came out of it is uh, was Valesco had an injury uh, that took him out. Mm, and he's going to be sick. out for – He's going to be out for a while. Uh, you know, last match on the 10th, so five days ago, they went up to Seattle, lost one one nothing to a goal in the 36th minute. Um, wish, Jose, uh, wish Jose was here to kind of talk about it a little bit more on the series. I thought Dallas did well. First match, they lost uh, by two goals, came home, won three to one. Um, and going back up to Seattle is a tough place to play. And mm-hmm. I thought that they played tough. 
Um, you look at the stats here, you know, for it here. Um, they only had one shot, you know, one shot on goal compared to Seattle, 16 and four. Um, they just, just couldn't get anything, put anything on frame or put, couldn't get any shots, period. And, uh, and they yeah, well, just, I mean, uh, losing Ferreira to, to sickness the day of, you know, that it isn't, that doesn't help. The guy has scored most, all their goals all season. He scored how much percentage of their goals? Maybe like 60. So, so, but so you like said here, I, I thought Dallas did a great, you know, had a great season. Um, I know for me, you know, I would have hoped that they would have gone a little bit farther in the playoffs. And I know we've talked to Jose before saying, Hey, as long as he makes the playoffs, he's happy. I think at some point, if you're an FC Dallas fan, you got to expect more uh, for that here. And I know, the goal and is he's gonna he, he'll push back and say that that's not the agenda. That's not their you know? identity. That's not but, their identity, man. But at some point, it has to be though. It, and 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 that I might mean, be. And that and to me, that's part of the problem for um, FC Dallas fans is they settle for you know, hey, we made the playoffs, but hey, we're selling you know X player here for millions of dollars, which is great. It's awesome that you know FC Dallas can keep turning out you know academy kids and and you know going international and represent the United States or whatever your their home country is. That's awesome. But at some point, you know, especially if Austin rebounds like you you hope they do, Houston I think is showing uh, that they're they're going to be a force if they continue to continue to build. Oh yeah. You know it's it's. At some point, you got to win, and, and I think that's part of the problem when we talk about. The I, I mean, Nico, Nico. I mean, Nico. Yeah, Nico is going to push for that. His his ideas and all that. You can see that he might try and sneak a trophy in there while he builds on this academy, you know, system. So I I think it could happen with Dallas. They just got to bring in a little bit more talent, spend a little bit more money. But yeah, the the academy. Was probably not gonna win them a trophy, so gotta bank on some higher players. Which they got good players now. They just gotta get maybe a few more good, better players. Striker for sure. Somebody to help Jesus Ferreira. Uh, if he's still would, there. If he's still there, yeah. I mean, I, who who's gonna buy him? You don't think somebody overseas would buy him? I don't. I don't think uh, for what he wants. Yeah. I think I think he deserves a shot to go overseas if that's what he wants. Of course, to do. yeah, hundred percent, yeah, I agree. I I, th- I think he's earned it, and and uh, to to me, he's kind of at that getting at that stage for FC Dallas where I would love for them to keep keep him because I think that would be a, a sign of a change. But you know, he's getting to where he's got enough of that star power behind him to where maybe you know they can cash in and. Uh, try to develop the next. Uh, next there was links next uh, to Napoli. There was links to Napoli during the season with Jesus Ferreira. So, but Houston, your thoughts on the Houston matches? Uh, they won the first one. They've been good. Uh, They've been good. Like I said, Houston looks dangerous, man. All they got to do is just start scoring those goals, and it's over. As soon as those goals start falling in, it's it's done with. Uh, it's going to be a great conference final with Houston and LA. That one would be in LA, 
that'd be fun to watch though, man. If if it was in Houston, I probably would make it over there with you know all all black and just everything. I wouldn't I wouldn't wear no Austin, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Heck no, man. I've seen videos of them just fighting people outside their stadium, and it's like dang, like like they're they're real over there, bro. They are real. <laughs> they so. One of my friends on, on the other podcast that I do here, uh, he went over for the FC Dallas Houston. He's a Houston fan. He's, he's like, you can see the excitement starting to build. Um, you know, you know, so you can start to see where, where the new ownership is coming in, starting to rebuild so those bridges. Uh, Hector Herrera has brought a identity to this club which they didn't really have before um you know just the intensity that he brings that that it that he has it's a huge difference um and we talk about that with with austin previously is that's the that's what they were missing this year was that guy that brought that it um you know that that brought that focus focus on on the pitch um to where you know you have that belief um, and it's kind of worth something yeah. where maybe with FC Dallas, maybe he's missing that missing that that key guy that's got that. It. And I'm not saying Ferrer doesn't have that it, but captain, that captain, that, true captain, that leadership, yeah, that that just the the power to push through. I will yeah. say for Real, uh, Real Salt Lake, uh, Diego Luna, who came from El Paso Locomotive, uh, shined for them. Uh, so as somebody that follows USL, um, always great to see you know a uh, young player uh, step up, and I know. Yeah, he uh, killed it at the World Cup too. You know, at the, you know. So there's some of us that are hoping that he can kind of continue to make that next step, and uh, you know, for the you know the U.S. Men's National Team, uh, hopefully. Oh he'll yeah, get he's some, he's some a more good calls. player, man. He's a great player. So, but no, to me for Houston, like I said here, the the PKs, uh, you know, two one win, one one, and then five four in Salt Lake, and then one uh, one one four three in. in in Houston, to, Houston to advance. yeah, Houston um, on clouds right now. That's pretty cool for them. Congrats, you know. I mean, we made it to the Western Conference Final last year. Uh, nothing too crazy, you know. Don't get too excited, y'all. You know, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. Now that's that's cool, man. Um, I got a question. How long can Ache Ache, you know, sustain this level? I mean, he's getting old. Does next year is he able to do it again? You know, Driussi was a one-hit wonder, one-season wonder. You know, this season he was our best player, but wasn't the player that he was last year. Can Ache Ache sustain it? I think he can for another year or two. One or two years? Yeah. Do you, you think he can go more? How old is he? I mean, he's like 36, I think. No, I don't know if he's that old, bro. Hold on, I'm trying to pull it up here. Uh, let me see, let me see. H H. Hey Siri, find H H for me. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, the sustainability that he can do, you know, if he can keep going, take care of his body, you know, just he's th- thirty three. He's born in ninety. Yeah, bro. Oh, yeah, he's got a couple years. Yeah, a couple, two. Like except one or two, one or two years, I think he can he can do. But I think it also depends on how Houston manages manages his minutes. Mm. Um, 
if they can bring in some more depth around it around him there's there's no reason why he can't continue because really you want him for the playoffs you want him for those big matches uh along those lines here so uh, to me like i said i think he could do i think he could do easily two years yeah i could see two years for sure do they keep goko garaskia or does no, he get I, uh, sold? I heard he's sold. I heard he's gone. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't. Nothing's been official, but uh, I believe he. Well, I mean, powers... obviously it's not official yet. But no, I saw somebody tweeting that he was unfortunately gone. Yep. Well, Rayo Vallecano, I know they were interested throughout the season. So it was coming. Europe. When they come knocking, you go. Just like Beppe when he left. He's doing good over there now. He got the call up for the Nations League here in Austin. It's going to take place tomorrow. You coming up for that? Uh, I actually had an opportunity to get tickets, um, but I actually have a work thing. Um, I work from home, and tomorrow they are doing, uh, hey, you got to go into the branch. Just to kind of uh, see how the branch operates. <laughs> tomorrow happens to be the day, and uh, they're paying. So, like, I normally work till five thirty. So they're saying, "Hey, you can leave work at four, head over there, and ends at around seven, but you get paid the full full time." So there you go. Unfortunately, not. Uh, I know somebody that works uh, actually at the Austin FC ticket office, and who I yeah. work with here, and he's like, "Hey, I got a couple extra tickets." And I was like, "Dude, I wish I could." But well, I mean, you didn't think about your Texas Ring of Fire <laughs> buddies over here. I mean, dang. Uh, I did, I, I did, I, I did, I but it's one of those. Have, you know, come on, man. <laughs> but it's one, it say, now, bro. it's one of those. Hey, yeah, I can go, and then hey, oh, wait, I also got to be in, in San Antonio. So freaking San Antonio guys, jeez. Hey, why can't Austin sell it out? You guys are Soccer City USA, right? Hey, it's sold out, bro. It's sold out. <laughs> it's sold out. Chill. Uh, no, last but... I saw, it wasn't. Uh, no, I know somebody... it's not. It's not sold out. It's pretty. It's just a lot somebody of Somebody was lot talking of trash about. Uh, what I might. I might take a take a chance and go, but I'm not sure. So, Houston, man. Uh, what do you think? I mean, say everything I think, goes right I think, for them. I, I think they get by Sporting Kansas City and PKs again. I think it'll be a 1-1, you know, very close match, just like they have most of their playoffs. Um, th- these two teams are bitter rivals uh, for that here, right up there with FC Dallas is my understanding uh, for that here. So there's no love loss. Um, I think the break hurts Sporting Kansas City a little bit because, you know, if you're on a run, you don't want to stop. And they've had to stop, I think, for what, 10 days, 20 days, some, or no, 20 some days. Bro, but I'm telling uh, you, everyone has stopped right now. I mean, it's not really. But if you're on a run. Everyone's coming in cold. But if you're on a run, you won the wild card round, you won. I, I hear you. I feel that. But I am But I mean, the break goes for everyone. It's not like just it does. S- SKC is taking but, the break. But for Houston, Herrera gets the rest a little bit more, which is advantage Houston, right? And so does uh, who? Who does SKC have? Johnny Russell. So Johnny Russell gets to heal up. He wasn't starting because he had an injury. But they got, 
they got to travel him. I'm telling you, out of Houston. But I mean, he gets more time to heal and be ready to start. Okay, it sounds like you're going sporting Kansas City. I'm not. But, That's what it sounds I'm, like. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to tell you that everyone. Come on, is own it, man. Break. Own it. You're letting everyone get healthy. I mean, it's it's not just advantage Houston. It's advantage. Well, here's SKC here's also. the problem. Them being healthy most of the season got them the eighth seed. So you know, there, there's there, there's that. You know, your record is what your record is. Well, I, I'm, I'm we'll just see, saying. Man, we'll see. But it would would it shock me if Sporting Kansas City won? No, uh, I don't think it would shock anybody. Uh, but I do think for Houston, um, especially over you know a Texas based podcast, uh, I, I I think at home, and I do think that um, at, at least on the supporter section and on the sides, uh, you know. You're, you're going to see the seats fill in. I, I still always kind of question why the middle seems a little bit empty, but it's probably just the price of the tickets, uh, you know, you know, yeah. to, be able to, to be able to go sit I there. But I, I do think Houston's going to have a good crowd. It's what I think a four o'clock game on Sunday uh, for that here. So they didn't get the Saturday. Um, they didn't get the Saturday uh, time frame that the East got. Uh, but I do think that so yeah, or actually no, a six o'clock game on Sunday, and then Seattle LAFC is at eight thirty. After that, um, sa- Saturday you got Orlando. If anybody, if anybody in Houston wants to throw two tickets this way, I'll take them. <laughs> I will take them, and I'll go to Houston and watch that game. Let me ask you a question here: Thanksgiving, obviously, uh-huh. you know. You know Dallas and and Detroit, pretty pretty big pretty big deal as far as for there. You think MLS should have put should have played a you know played a game or two on Thanksgiving? Yeah, of course, man. Or, that thing or, was that, that that was cool last year. Whenever they played one, I just think it's a missed opportunity. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, for that here, hundred percent. Yeah, it is. It's a missed but, opportunity. So, but we already kind of talked about that. Um, other news, uh, for that here, I know San Antonio FC hired their technical director from, um, uh, FC Dallas today. Uh, it spent 19 years with them. Hold on. I'm trying to pull up the name. Marco, Marco, uh, and I can't remember his last name. Fit Feruzzi or something like that. But he's been a guy that started as an assistant coach. Um, filled in when a couple of coaches have got fired. Um, yeah. And from my understanding, you know, you know, talking with Jose, he spoke very highly of him. Uh, third degree spoke very highly of him. Um, just the, you know, cause he was their, uh, director of methodology, uh, which basically. Yeah. They made up that, that position whenever they didn't <laughs> want to get rid of him. So, but it, it's one where he, he has a local San Antonio um, uh, native here. So it's awesome for him. I think for San Antonio, it's good news. Uh, the Red Bulls are cleaning house. Um, <laughs> yep. The fire are not. Uh, Austin is kind of. Austin's not. They're keeping the keeping the train together. Uh, keeping they're, they're Josh. Getting, they're keeping, and that's what I'm talking about. Just the, the the management side of it. 
Um, what other were big uh, changes? Because there's been, what, 10 now MLS changes? That many? So you got Montreal, you got Charlotte that left let theirs go, DC United, Wayne Rooney, uh, United previously, Arena uh, through their uh, Rapids um, Timbers. So they they uh, named uh, Phil Neville. I don't know why. Uh, Inter, Inter Miami. Well, that was during season. Toronto. Yeah, so not a lot of changes in the West, a lot in the East. Um, for that here outside of the Rapids and Minnesota United. So, But a lot of changes in the, in the East uh, that going through. Any any shocks for you? I was kind of surprised Troy Lassane got let go because I thought he did a heck of a job, but understanding they're trying to do uh, clean everything up out East, and they were a team that finished eighth. Um, any thoughts? I mean, not really. I mean, uh, you got to applaud the front office for doing it. Um, it is what it is. You got to move. Be thinking about next year. You're out of playoffs. You're out of the race. You're out of you know the picture. So now, how how do we fix the problem? Okay, let's get a new coach. And if you pull the trigger right now, even before the season starts, it shows where the front office mentality is. So you got to applaud him, bro. So actually kind of looking at it, Montreal didn't make the playoffs. NYCFC didn't make the playoffs. Um, Detroit City didn't make the playoffs. Chicago didn't make the playoffs. Miami and Toronto. I think the only one that didn't make changes was Chicago. Um, I thought New York City made changes during the year, but I guess not. And then out west, Portland made changes. Minnesota made changes. LA, I want to say, made changes as well, right? Galaxy, the yeah. Galaxy made changes during the season. Galaxy made yep. changes. Uh, let me go back to it. Colorado made changes. So the only one in the West that did not make changes that you know did not make the playoffs was was Austin. Whoo, man! Just 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 point it out, man. <laughs> I'm not it's, trying to be mean. Just you you look hey. at it. Chicago Fire didn't make it any changes. We got a new sporting it, director though, so yeah. And I'm wondering if that's you know we we've kind of t talked about it before. Um, Josh Josh is my guy. He's he's here for the long run. <laughs> <laughs> I I do think I, I, I do think he's on a short leash uh, for you know for this upcoming year uh, for that year before you know before uh, we we. See I have faith, man. Look, I've said it before. I like Josh. Let me see if I got it right here. Look. Right here. It's my guy. Look. Mm -hmm. Boom. Dude, you were Josh out, dude. You're probably Wolf out. You're Wolf out. Let's let's not play. Hey, but but what I'm saying, I'm not saying that look, what I'm saying is that I'm trusting him. Trusting Burrell. If Burrell sees You don't have any other coach, choice. Well, but I'm saying, like, I could be, like, just like, oh, my God, he's dumb. He's stupid. Like, like he's retarded. Like, like no, I'm, I'm not going to be like that. I'm just, I'm really going to sit here and, like, if someone sees something in me 
as you know an employee as a coach as a friend whatever right mm -hmm. then i'm gonna trust you know i'm gonna trust that instinct but if you know burrell was over there at man city won the treble was with pep guardiola was and barcelona was with liverpool was in so many places and has seen so many coaches develop why you know why would he keep josh if he didn't think that he could be a high caliber coach and not embarrass him like himself you know why 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 would he keep him cuz he doesn't the guy that he really wants isn't available that's 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 crap <laughs> it's a it, you asked that's crap i but but no i no because he's available whoever burrell wants he's available because austin said it already we can't spend money because of salary cap, but we can spend money on the staff. So okay. if Burrell really wanted him, they can go grab him. McConaughey well, would be like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, you know who your owner is, right? So we'll, we'll just leave it at that. Um, talk, talk is cheap, but we'll, we'll just leave it leave it there. Pretty cool. Um, any player moments that you've seen uh, that kind of surprised you? Uh, at player level, uh, let's see. I mean, not really. Anybody going out? Uh, like for Austin, I mean, there's been rumors of uh, Redis, Ronnie Redis, Redis, but that's that's every year, every season <laughs> that starts up, dude. Um, then Ethan Finlay, he he signed a new contract with us for a year, another, yes. a year extension, so. That's good news. I liked Ethan. He should have started the Western Conference Final for us. I don't know why he didn't, but it is what it is. Other than that, uh, I mean, no. Austin FC, too. They're trying to make moves. You know, they're letting people go. Kind of shocked to see the people they are letting go, but that's how it is. You can't keep a, a team sound. People want to get paid, especially after you just won a championship with the team. So. Got to take your opportunity. But isn't there room for them to move up, though? Yeah, but, I mean, Burrell and the staff, that they're not thinking about Austin FC, too. They're probably thinking about cashing somewhere else. You know, keep developing down there, keep players going through that system, and throughout the season, if you need them, then you grab them. But actually build a team rather than just grabbing from Academy. I mean, we're not FC Dallas. I don't know. I just, it, it'll be interesting. Uh, the big news for MLS next, pl uh, next, pl uh, next pro, uh, next pro, next pro, next pro. <laughs> they, uh, they grabbed Chattanooga FC. Uh, they've grabbed Jacksonville Armada. So they're bringing in some more indie teams to it. Uh, so that'll be kind of interesting to see how they do uh, for that here. USL, uh, you know, kind of wrapped up here. For it here, I think we're going to start to see some move, movement from San Antonio FC, RGV. It'll be interesting to see what they do. Uh, there were rumors that they weren't possibly coming back, but uh, there were some announcements made that makes it sound like that they are coming back uh, for that here. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, Wilmer Cabrera is supposedly out, but I don't remember if that's actually official. Or just you know rumors that that that's been leaked out. Well, rumors coming from him, 
uh, saying that he's been let go, but I don't remember if I've seen the official from RGV uh, for that here. So uh, El Paso's brought players in, let players go. So El Paso's already making making player movements uh, for that here. Uh, so USL, um, that's one thing, great thing about U.S. soccer. Um, season just ended for USL on Sunday, and you've already got player movements, and, and I think you'll probably see it pick up between now and Christmas, and then during the holidays, you'll see it die back down. And then, you know, uh, what you guys probably, MLS probably kicks off, what, in February? I don't uh, think so. I think there's a, a tournament late February, so. That I'm you guys got to start March. Well, no, camp preseason. You'll have preseason action because you guys. Oh yeah, preseason doing... starts in like yeah February probably. What you're doing was that was it Coachella? I think is what mm-hmm. you're. Yeah. Austin FC is one of the teams going out there. Coachella. So. Excuse Other thought. Me. Yeah. Oh, Coachella. you're fine. Obviously, time to get you to bed because. Uh... Man. <laughs> Dude. See, you're yeah. out of practice. You're not even a half, and you're like, "Hey, we got to cut it off, man." <laughs> <laughs> super, super out of practice, man. But I mean, I mean, we've covered a lot, anyways. Yeah, Other to me, that, like, like, so there's not a lot to talk about. Uh, we had Edson, we had me. Edson, kind of, kind of set up, but then there was some confusion, and and then you know, uh, no, yeah, we shout wore, out to Edson too for for coming on whenever he does. And, you know, we haven't done a show together yet, but we will soon. We, we will get to talk. But shout out to him for always coming on. Shout out to Jose. He's always, you know, willing to come on too. He's been grinding, doing his thing out there for goals, trying to grow the, the platform, which, you know, brings me to that. You know, if you want your lifetime membership, go on there. Gold Fire still works. Uh, he just launched Goals 2.0. You know, or I think it's going to launch soon or, you know, it's in the works, but a lot of stuff coming to goals. They have a new partnership with uh, USL. So, yeah, it's it's just growing over there for him. So kudos to him for grinding. He's nonstop all the time. And uh, go check us out on there. Anything else, Harry? No, uh, just looking forward to uh, getting to the offseat. Well, Looking forward to talking to see how Houston does in the next round in a couple of weeks. Um, but more importantly for our teams, San Antonio, Austin, um, Dallas, kind of talking about the moves that they do. Um, it will be interesting kind of to go through the, the end of season roster decisions. I don't know if Austin's already released theirs as of yet. I'd have to kind of go through. Though They happened in December, I think. So kind of go through and, you know, discuss, hey, you know, Austin did this well, Austin didn't do this well, um, who they bring back. Uh, and more importantly, DPs, are they going to do something for DPs? Or is that, you know, I think, I think the common theme, you know, just following Austin uh, social media is um, expect a lot of depth type signings right now. Uh, but star DPs, that's probably going to be more in the, Summer window, uh, when, when when you know when when you know obviously the the cycles are more open if you're trying to pull players from Europe and, and abroad. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If you haven't already, go follow us on Instagram at Text Ring of Fire, Twitter Text Ring of Fire, 
YouTube, subscribe if you haven't already for watching this. We do go live uh, maybe about every other Wednesday. <laughs> we try. <laughs> it's been tough, I'm telling you, since the car accident, man. I, I really haven't had the you know natural flow like it used to be. It's just been all just appointments and practice and just a lot of stuff going on. So, but I appreciate everybody, man. You know, uh, all the fans, everyone who has reached out to me, all my friends, uh, everybody, man. You know, family, just people who keep this going. I needed this. I needed this today. So I appreciate you, Harry. Um, and uh, we'll see y'all soon. I I did start my training. I, let me before I forget. I started RB twenty two training so any youth in the in the huddle area taylor uh, north austin georgetown you know where, where, even if if you're south and you want to drive to huddle i mean it's on you but uh i do have training so i'll put that link for you guys it's a website that will go you'll be able to book and all that but you can send uh, your email in there and then i'll be able to contact you and we can figure something out i uh, got some pretty good pricing for what it is the quality is you know, superb pricing is I just want, you know, everyone to get an opportunity. So that's my, that's my thing. Uh, text ring of fire episode 58. We'll catch y'all on the next one. I appreciate you, Harry. Later, bro. Anyways, peace. Talk to you later.